Welcome to the Harnessing Happiness podcast. This is the Happy Clappy Soundbite. Hello and welcome to Harnessing Happiness with myself, Sarah J. Naylor. The show, as you know, is sponsored by myself, and that's me, Sarah J. Naylor, the midlife coach. You can find me over at uh, sarahjnaylor.com and on all your normal social media platforms. And I very much work with people who are at that midlife point, approaching it midway through or wherever it is. And they're wanting to understand, get clarity and focus for what that next section of their life looks like. They may be at a crossroads or just lost themselves because the family's grown up and flown the nest. And it's like, okay, now what? Well, that's where I come in as the midlife coach and help them rework their lives, their focus and to have a magical midlife because effectively that's what mine's like and that's the journey I have been on over very much the last 17 years when I left my ex-husband after 20 year relationship when I was 39 and I am now 57 so I have been there and done that so anyway that's me I sponsored the show but let's get on with the show Sarah you're chattering away and it's only your 10 minute happy clappy so let's crack on I want to talk to you all about today and share with you my thoughts on following your instinct and your intuition. I had this very much challenged last year and let me sort of, yeah, I suppose give you a bit of back story. Yeah. So really, as a rule of thumb, I do follow and navigate my internal compass, my intuition, my gut instinct in all that I do and all that I have done. I've followed what I have felt is right. You know, I, I feel that my values and my integrity are on point. You know, I'm not purporting to be better than anybody else in any way, shape or form. But what I'm saying is that, you know, I, I trust my instinct and my intuition. And if I go back to when I did get divorced, my ex-husband, it turned out, I didn't realise this at the time, was, and I guess still is, a narcissist. And he used to question me and my decisions and what I said and how I acted and how I behaved all of the time. Now, this took me about six years post-divorce to really detach myself from because my instinct and my intuition was always challenged. I used to act, you know, and I used to behave and whatever it was I did or said, when it was being questioned constantly, I would then find myself going, hmm, perhaps he is right. Perhaps that is me. Perhaps my behaviour is like this or is like the other or maybe, maybe I have got it wrong. Maybe I don't know myself. And when somebody is questioning you, that sort of the, the very essence of you, that integrity, the, the, what you value and the decisions that you make based on your value and you question, it's, it's a tough one. I tell you, it is a tough one. As I say, six years post-divorce, eventually through all my personal development journey, actually being in a new relationship at the time, although <laughs> yet another challenging one, having somebody witness that behaviour by my ex-husband and recognise along with me that it was wrong and help me take the emotion out of it and then to start to use facts rather than sort of counteracting it. Because the thing was, I would always fight my corner. <laughs> so it would end up being a bit of a sort of a verbal sort of fisticuffs, if you like. It's like, no, 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 you're wrong. And then you quite then, but afterwards I'd question myself, well, maybe he was right. Da, 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 da. But anyway, as I say, once I'd actually worked through all of that and started to trust my instinct. And again, I guess even more so when that relationship ended and I actually spent five years single, I truly learnt 
to believe in myself and trust in myself in all that I did because my journey developed even more so as I grew my businesses, expanded into more networking and talking to people and developing all my sort of coaching, I say my business and writing books and public speaking and just just all sorts of stuff. But I actually started to trust my internal compass and let that lead my way and my decision making and all that I did because I don't like to do just one thing. You know, so I've got a recruitment business, I've got a coaching practice, I write, I speak, um, I've got my podcast obviously and I, I like having a varied portfolio career if you like that I've got different things that generate income into and I just like to do sorts of so many different things that doing just one job which I did for years I've been in the recruitment world for 35 years and for 25 of those I was purely just doing recruitment because I enjoyed the job I enjoyed the variety that it it offered but that platform that landscape's changed so dramatically over the last 35 years that it, it no longer gives me that excitement that it used to give me because it's we say it's a different landscape different world we live in and that's where doing the podcast episodes with guests and doing the speaking and doing the coaching brings all that back to life because I love working with people I love making I'm a star supporter my, one of my pro, my profiles is that I am a star support and I love um, helping other people being the best person that they can be and that's what I'm passionate about and that's what brings me round to again my instinct and my intuition I'm one for doing just that. I love focusing on what it is that you, you're you good at. And, you know, maybe you want to bring about changes. Maybe you are in your midlife. Maybe you're not. Maybe you're younger than that. Maybe you're older. It doesn't matter. As a coach, my real thread is about, you know, helping you recognise what you have done, what you have achieved in your life, reflecting that back to you, supporting you, helping get clarity, getting focus and really pushing that forward and really sort of embracing and giving you that space to explore in a non-judgmental, supportive way. And it's so powerful. Coaching is so powerful. However, when you then enter the world of social media marketing, which I have done over the last 18 months because of COVID, to be honest. In fact, I did start embracing it probably about four years ago, which and I kind of left it to one side because it didn't sit well then. <laughs> so I've embraced even more stuff on the social media marketing side because it's such a prevalent platform to promote your businesses and your services in. But the, the premise is very much to sort of highlight people's pain points, i.e. why your life is rubbish and how I can make it better. But that doesn't sit well with me. It, 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 it really challenges my level of integrity and um, the value system that I work with to really focus in on calls with people to tell them that they need to work with me because if they don't, their life would be rubbish. I can't do that. It's just not me. In the past, I've always worked with people, you know, when I first qualified as a coach 10 years ago, you know, there weren't many coaches out there and people would approach me off the website and I'd have a chat with them. And if they felt I was the right person for them, we would work together and invariably, and I still will to this day, you know, refer people on to other coaches who I think might be more suited if people have got certain requirements that I don't feel I'm the best person for them to, to be coached by. But I can coach my qualification is performance coaching. So I can coach most people doing most things because it's all about it's outcome. It's solution focused outcome thinking. It's about where it is you want to go and how you're going to achieve that. And actually, you've all got the answers within you. So it's all about that. However, 
Coming back to my intuition and, and my gut instinct, it didn't feel right. And yet I was being sort of encouraged to go down this route, but it just didn't feel right to me at all. It was challenging. And I, I didn't realise at the time I was thinking I'd got a mental block. I thought, no, Sarah, you've got a mental block on this. You've got a mental block on having to do this activity that's involved within marketing. And it, it took me a while to actually take a step back and go, actually, this is my it's my values and my integrity. And this is what I hold dear. And I'm never going to force anybody into working with me just so I can earn some money. <laughs> yes, of course I want to earn money. That's we don't we all. However, I want people to work with me because they want to work with me. So for me, social media is a great way of raising your visibility. But I'm never going to force anybody to work with me. If they want to work with me, let's crack on. We can get results. I can get results. But that comes back to, as I say, instinct and intuition. I knew it wasn't right. It didn't feel right for me. And I've stepped away from that area. But I will continue to use social media to sort of highlight my voice, et cetera, and so on and so forth, and raise my visibility and let people know what I'm about. And if people want to work with me, that is fantastic. <laughs> and if you want to work with me, you know where to find me, sarahjnaylor.com. The actual essence of this happy clappy is about trusting your instinct and your intuition. If something doesn't feel right and if somebody's trying to push you into doing something that doesn't feel right, take a step back, take a breath and actually spend some time in some meditation or just just quiet time. Go in the garden, go for a walk along the beach, go for a walk in countryside, go anywhere or just sit in your house or wherever you are without any interruptions and just sit and sense and feel, does this feel right to me? Is it right? Uh, you know, yes, obviously there are areas of business that you, you can sell and it's not about not selling your services or whatever else it might be or that you are being pushed into a corner to do. If it doesn't feel right to you, have the strength and have the courage to say no. I mean, there's a, there's a great brigade out there for saying yes to stuff. And I've had a, you know, a big chunk of my life saying yes to things to expand my life and a post-divorce particularly. But now these days it's about taking a step back and going, no, this isn't right. This isn't right. And I surrender. What will be will be. Let let other things happen. Let's say no to this and let's move forward. Keep trusting your instinct and your intuition. It's there for a reason. It's there for a purpose. Anyway, crikey, was that a bit of a deep one? I'm not sure. Anyway, I hope you've enjoyed this happy clappy. If you have, please do rate, review, download, share and, and spread the message. And yeah, thank you for listening. I love having you as my listeners. Uh, it's great knowing that you are out there and look out for February for some new fresh guest episodes because this month I've been replaying some of the best and ones that might have been missed from the previous, what, about 15 months. So hope you've enjoyed listening to those again. And uh, yeah, you know where to find me, sarahjnaylor.com. Lots of love until next time from me. Goodbye. That was the Happy Clappy Soundbite. Here, full length episodes of the Harnessing Happiness podcast released every Tuesday and for more exclusive content from Sarah just visit sarahjnaylor.com